This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay, and I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana, code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra-Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. 
Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and today's episode, I think, is one that is long overdue. It's transitioning hot girl summer into hot girl fall, and we're speaking dating, relationships, and mindsets. I feel like I'm the one in my friend group that is almost like a serial dater. I don't know what other term to put on it. I might regret saying that I'm a serial dater, but I do feel like I have quite a good amount of dating experience. Under my arm, I've truly experienced it all, and I want to share my words of wisdom, how I view dating, the way I go about it, my tips and tricks, and yes, I am single, and yes, I've never been in a relationship, but I think that is why I'm an expert at dating, and you'll kind of hear my my viewpoint on dating and why I think it's important and the benefits of it, believe it or not, besides just finding a partner. Um, so we'll get into that momentarily. So first off, our weekly intention, well, my weekly intention, I guess it could be yours too. My weekly intention is to minimize unnecessary spending. September and August were definitely months of high spending with preparing for fashion week and then going to New York. And then I also had quite a few big purchases. I got my YSL bag, which I'm obsessed with, and I got my new iPhone. So things were definitely being spent and so I really want to hone in as we're going into the cooler months and I'm not going out as much to minimize unnecessary spending and that leads me into the tip of the week which is to utilize a budget planner to just be aware of the money coming in versus out. I'm not someone that likes to be on a super tight budget. I feel like it's restricting and I personally don't love it. It may work for some but I don't love it for me. But I do think it's important to be aware of your money coming in versus going out so that you can make smart financial decisions. Obviously, I'm not a financial advisor, but this is just like how I go about it. And I like being aware and I want to be even more aware. So using a budget planner, I have one that I got off Etsy that I have on my iPad and I like that I'm able to write in it and I like that it's digital. So there's a ton on Etsy. They're super affordable. I think mine was like $3 or something, maybe eight, um, but definitely super affordable. And you can even just make something on Excel or in a notebook, but just be aware of your spending habits and how much you're spending in what areas thinking like your rent utilities entertainment shopping um self-care so like getting your hair done nails done etc now into my current faves i am back in my vlogging era i've been having so much fun daily vlogging on youtube and i've been like vlogging every day releasing weekly vlogs and I'm trying to stick to Sunday episode episodes, Sunday uploads. So definitely make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you know when I'm releasing new videos, but it's always linked in the show notes. It's just Alana Bloomberg if you search it up. Um, I do like lifestyle vlogs on there, but definitely back in my vlogging era. And this kind of relates to the vlogging. But I'm really enjoying editing videos, 
not only for YouTube, I had a lot of fun with my New York Fashion Week vlog, but also with reels and TikToks. I've been having fun being creative and I've kind of gotten out of this creative rut and it feels really good to be out of it. So I've been having a lot of fun editing and doing different editing styles, trying voiceovers, fast clips, slow clips, you know, just having fun. A lot of you ask me what I use to edit. I use an app called VN. V as in Victor, N as in no. Um, and that's what I use for reels and TikToks. And then for my YouTube videos, I use Final Cut Pro. And honestly, for me, the best way I've learned how to edit videos is through scrolling on TikTok and watching YouTube videos and seeing how other people edit, Googling anytime I want to know how to do like a transition or um, some sort of effect or something like just doing that to figure out how to do it and then also watching my friends who are in the space do it whenever I'm with Kaylee and Trin after I get home from those trips together I feel super inspired and I've also learned a lot of different new tips and tricks for editing not only from asking them and having them show me but also through watching them I'm someone who really learns by like seeing and then practicing it myself so I encourage you to be curious and to be a student and a self-learner and to go about that you can have someone like me explain it to you a million one ways but you're not going to learn until you start practicing and experiencing it yourself my next current fave which I'm really shocked that I haven't put it on my current faves yet but I just briefly mentioned it I'm obsessed with my first designer bag the YSL nine to five hobo it's the first bag I bought for myself and I'm honestly really proud of being able to buy my dream bag been loving her she can be dressed up dressed down I'm really happy I went with the black I was debating the vintage cream or white and I think I would have just been too nervous with that so I'm really happy I went with the black it's the perfect bag it can fit quite a bit it can fit my phone my wallet my vlogging camera lip gloss she really does it all. And then my last favorite is staying in and slower days as we're moving into fall. It feels really nice to like slow down and chill out after a really hectic and busy summer of events and traveling and going out with friends and dating and everything. So it feels really good to just like slow down and take it easy and get into this nice like mundane routine. But we are going to move into the bulk of the episode, which is dating, relationships, and mindsets. We're going to start off with mindsets because I feel like that's a really important thing to discuss. You know, as we're entering into the colder months, especially here in Toronto, the weather is getting cooler, the days are getting shorter, there's less sunlight, it's definitely gloomier. And I personally struggle with sad or seasonal affective disorder. I definitely notice my mood is a bit lower in the winter months, in the fall months, in the cooler months. So I think it's really important to lean into your self-care practices, to be aware of your mental health, and to really lean into the self-care practices that improve your mental health state and seeking out help when you need it, like going to therapy or speaking to a counselor, speaking with your friends and family, um, also doing journaling, self-reflection, meditation, leaning into your movement. It's really important to continue to work out regularly, get those endorphins, move for your mind, body, and soul. 
And I always like to think in abundance. I think it's really important to have this abundance mindset in all areas of our life, especially when it comes to dating. And I'm going to go deeper into this abundance thing with dating in a bit when I go into like the dating segment of the pod. But thinking in abundance really allows us to not feel restricted, to not get consumed or overly obsessive with any one thing. And it just opens our mind up to so much more and we're able to see the cup as half full as opposed to half empty. We're able to find the silver lining in any situation. And this doesn't mean you're being unrealistic or a dreamer with your head in the clouds. It just means you are choosing to see the good in every situation. You're not dismissing the negativity or the bad. You're just choosing to focus and put more emphasis on the positive side of things, to be more of an optimistic person as opposed to a pessimist and in thinking in abundance has really improved my state of mental health it's improved my relationship with myself it's improved the way in which I go about reaching and working towards my goals I think it's made me even more capable of achieving my goals because I believe in myself so much more and I understand that there's enough space for myself and everyone and that no space is too saturated and I think it's a huge player key player behind the success that I've had in my career in all varying aspects and I think it's improved my relationships not only with myself but also with my friends and my family and any romantic partner or person of interest that comes into my life so I really encourage you to think in abundance, to see the cup as half full as opposed to half empty, to find that silver lining. I challenge you to find that silver lining when you're feeling low or you are starting to think in a negative way. Find that silver lining and the more you practice this, the easier it will come to you and the more you will start to realize the way in which you view things and speak to yourself and speak to others about events and situations and the circumstances in your life. And as we cool down, I think it's important to slow down, give yourself some grace. And that doesn't mean hot girl summer is over. We're still going to hot girl fall, but just embody like this gentle slowing down. It's normal that in the colder months, we kind of go into like this more hibernation vibe and we stay in more and we do things more slowly and we're gentler on ourselves. Summer is definitely like go, go, go. And I feel like in the winter months, It allows us to slow down as we cool down. And then let's move on to dating a bit more, but we're definitely still within the mindsets. But for me, I believe dating is a way for you to learn about yourself. And what I mean about this is like, obviously you're going on a date with someone else. There's someone else in the picture, or maybe there's more than one person in the picture, but my intention in going on dates and seeing people and having these experiences is to learn about what I want in a partner and what I don't want, how I want to be communicated with, the type of experiences I want to have, and just to really learn about myself. Like, how do I feel when I'm with this type of person? How do I feel when I'm with another person? Like, what brings me joy? How do I want to be communicated with? How do I want to be loved? How do I show love? What are the things I need in a relationship 
to make me feel secure? What type of attachment style do I have? Am I anxious? I don't really know the other ones, but I know I'm an anxious attachment style. And if I am an anxious attachment style, how can I mitigate that to ensure that it doesn't impact me negatively? I think dating is also a really great way to have experiences, to meet different people, to meet people from different walks of life from you, to really open up your eyes to the different types of people that there are in this world and which of those you feel more deeply connected to. Um, I think it's also a great way to work on your communication skills. I know dating has made me feel more confident. It's allowed me to come out of my shell. I definitely was an introverted, shy person growing up. I remember in high school, I was always so nervous to talk to a guy. I could text them, but like in person, it was definitely like very hard for me. I would freak out about conversations and what we would discuss. And now it's really a no brainer to me. And it's like talking to my girlfriends. And I truly attribute that to constantly like putting myself out there and being in situations where I'm meeting different people and conversation is flowing. So it has improved my communication skills. I also feel like I'm a better communicator in terms of listening and responding. I feel like I can get my thoughts out more. I can be vulnerable with people and open up myself to people. I feel like I can, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but I just feel like overall my communication skills are a lot better. I feel more confident and also dating is fun. Like I think I have a very like lighthearted perspective and easygoing mindset when it comes to dating and I just take it for what it is. And that is also Due to my practice of being mindful and present, I've really been encouraging myself over the past six months or so to be present in the now, to really let go of the past and the future and not to get enticed up and consumed by making these storylines. I know as females, it is, or even males, I guess, but I feel like females predominantly are women. Um, They meet someone and they start to like, paint this picture and this storyline of like what their lives could look like together and what would happen if they got married and blah 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 blah. and it's really easy to think of like your past and like your past experiences with dating and being involved romantically with someone and it's really easy to like get anxious about the future you know anxiety stems from thinking about the past or the future but if you really encourage yourself to be present in the now and to just be present in the moment that you're in. Say you're at dinner with someone and they're sitting across from you. Don't let your mind wander off into like what your past experiences with other guys were or people or run off into ideas of what could happen or what you should have done. All these could have thoughts and should have thoughts and these anxious thoughts, they're just going to consume you and it's really not worth it. So really encourage yourself to come back into the now, to practice gratitude, to practice mindfulness, to really be present and observant in what's going on right in front of you in that moment. Okay, now we are done with my mindset little rant. Um, I hope all of that was clear to you. I... I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself in the past years and I attribute 
a huge reasoning behind that to dating. So I really encourage you to date. And we're going to go into our dating segment. And, you know, people love apps. They love apps. They hate apps. People are always talking about dating apps, you know, Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, etc. But to be honest, I do prefer meeting people IRL, like in real life. And I have used dating apps. I've used them a lot. I've used Hinge a lot. I've used Locks Club. I have Raya. I haven't met anyone off of Raya. Um, still haven't matched with Coffee Boy. Sad. But <laughs> dating apps can be great. But I really think it's important to get off of them and to... And what I mean by getting off of them, I'm not necessarily saying like delete them. You can have them, you can use them, but don't be consumed by them. Again, go back to being present in the now and taking everything as it is. Don't get so caught up in the scrolling. But if you have a conversation with a person on a dating app, try to get that to be a date in person. Don't leave it at that. Don't add them on Snapchat. Don't just like keep texting them. Like make a game plan either hopefully they'll initiate or you can initiate and that is totally okay but my favorite dating apps as I've said before are Hinge, Locks Club and Raya I guess not really Raya but Hinge is definitely my favorite. I don't love Tinder. I don't love Bumble and I like that you can set your preferences on Hinge and it's okay to be picky but also be open-minded. Um And if you want to meet someone IRL, the greatest place to meet them is in the places that you're always going. Think your coffee shops, your workout studios, the library, a restaurant, I don't know, stores, like places you're constantly going. Um, Don't be afraid to make the first move to spark the conversation. Maybe it's in class, like maybe you have a class together and there's a cute person that you are interested in you can literally just ask for their number and be like do you want to exchange numbers so we can share notes or like study together etc just be like very like casual and cool um but i love to meet in person even go up to them at a bar or something but if you're looking for a partner that shares a similar lifestyle to you you're gonna find it them most likely in the places that you most commonly go so the coffee shops this gym studios, maybe the place where you get your hair done. I don't know. Another alternative to apps and meeting in real life is to allow your friends and family to set you up on blind dates or setups. Um, I've been set up on a few dates with people and it's gone good. It's gone bad, but I've just like been open minded and I rather go out with someone that I have mutual friends with because it kind of gives you this security blanket, especially when it comes to ghosting and everything. Um, And it's more likely that you have this common ground and you're going to kind of click. But apps, in real life, blind dates, setups, those are three various different ways that you can meet someone. Okay. So you've met the person or you match with the person and the date is set up. Your These are your first date rules. Now, we discussed this a little bit on the episode I had with Lindsay Metzlar. Don't remember her married last name ever, but Lindsay Metzlar from We Met at Acme. 
Um, we spoke a bit about these first date rules, so you can go back to that episode. It was a bit ago, but you can go and scroll and listen to that episode if you want in more details. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, (sighs) hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But here are my first date rules. I decided I had to write out a little list so I just don't go speaking mindlessly. But, okay, first date rules. These are the things I kind of go by. Obviously, there are exceptions to the rules. I have, quote-unquote, broken the rules on certain occasions. But these are kind of like the things I like to go by, the guidelines. It's not black and white. It's very much a grayscale. Take it or leave it or take what you want. Um, but this is just kind of what I go by, and this is usually this is usually the advice I give to my friends who are maybe newer to the dating scene or haven't had as much experience as me. I always like to meet them there, or occasionally if like we're walking somewhere or they meet me at my place and then we go together. I hate being picked up in a car by them, especially if we don't have any mutuals and it's a blind date, essentially. Um, But I prefer to meet there. And when I do meet there, this usually ends up being unintentional, but I rather be like a few minutes late, like not more than five minutes late. Um, 
because I kind of like them to be there first and to grab the table or to be waiting there for me. I have been there first before, but I definitely prefer if I'm a little late and they're there first. First dates, I always prefer drinks or dinner. Drinks are preferable if you haven't really spoken a lot um, because that way you have an out you can have one drink and if you're really not vibing you can say oh like I have to go or something like you're not locked into like this full course meal like appetizer drinks appetizers your main dessert etc so I prefer drinks for a first date dinner is good if you know the person a bit better um but I prefer nighttime stuff it's definitely like darker sexier I feel a lot more confident it feels more chill And I feel like I can be more outgoing. So I prefer drinks or dinner for the first date. I like the guy to pick the spot for the first date because I personally love for them to show like their effort and that they're interested and also to kind of get a taste for what they're into, especially because I'm a foodie and because I love exploring different spots in the city. So I love to see what they're going to pick. However, If they choose a spot I absolutely hate, um, I won't say no or anything, but I might, like, kindly suggest, like, oh, I heard this place was actually really cool. Like, would you want to check that out instead or something? Um, Yeah. I usually, emphasis on usually, not saying it's never happened, but I would say don't go back to theirs or yours only kiss them goodbye it can be a makeout whatever but keep it like pg-esque like leave them wanting more and leave yourself wanting more it kind of like builds the build and it makes it more exciting and fun and spicy so preferably emphasis on preferably i'm not saying i haven't done this before but Don't go back to either of yours. Don't invite them up. Don't say yes if they try to invite you to theirs. Like saying, like, do you want to go back and like watch a movie or I can make a drink at mine, blah, blah, blah. Like I've heard every single line. Um, Just ask them to like walk you home or you can say like, oh, I'm actually meeting up with a friend now, so I have to go. But I prefer on the first date, only like a kiss or a brief makeout session. Um leave them wanting more, leave yourself wanting more, make it fun for you too, you know, ideally stick to one to three drinks, preferably one to two, you want to be more on the side of tipsy as opposed to drunk, again, not saying I haven't gotten drunk on the first date before, it has happened, but I think, like, from my perspective, I really think if you are getting drunk on the first date, it can really alter your perspective of the person and the way you're viewing them and your experience with them and how you felt so I prefer to be on the more like tipsy sober side of things just so I have more clarity but it is also like it's fine just like don't be like sloppy or anything I don't think it's cute and I don't think you want to be that way either keep it classy ladies keep it classy and lastly I'm very traditional when it comes to who pays. However, I never expect him to pay. However, I keep saying however. I never expect him to pay, but I do think whether he does or doesn't says a lot about his character and 
the way he views dating and everything. But again, I never expect them to pay, but I do think it says a lot about their character. So those are my first date rules. Take them or leave it. Take what you want of them. And now we're going to move on to the three date rule. What do I mean by a three date rule? I think by the third date, you should know whether or not you want to continue seeing this person. If you're at the third date and you're still not really sure um, or you're not really feeling it, I would send the anti-ghost text. And what I mean by anti-ghost is we're not going to just like stop talking about them. It's 2022. We are mature, communicable, communicable. I don't think that's a word. Communicative girls, guys, whoever. And we will send a nice anti-ghost text if we have decided by the third date we're still not super into it. And that is kind of my like rule of thumb. I think after three dates is when it starts to become more of like a regular thing gets a little more quote-unquote serious not necessarily serious but you know what I mean like after three dates that's like one date per week situation like you've been seeing each other for three weeks you kind of know if like you're into it or not and I always think an anti-ghost text is the most appropriate way to end it and close things off if at the three dates you are still into them and they're into you then I would continue seeing them and keep seeing them the roster I love the roster I think it is the most fun thing I've ever done and I usually like to have a roster of three you have your star player and your two runner-ups and for me, the roster is one way for me to not get too overconsumed with one individual and to put them on a pedestal and obsess over them. And number three, number two, actually, I don't know what number it would be, but it helps. So first off, it helps me not get too obsessed or consumed with one individual. And number two, it also helps keep me in this abundance mindset by showing me that I have multiple options and even outside of these three suitors, there are still many other options and it also keeps things fun and it can allow you to really be sure on like if you like each individual person or not. And I'm not saying to necessarily like compare your experiences, but it can make you more certain in how you feel with person A, B, and C. So I love having the roster. We always have our star player. If the star player is no longer a star player, the next runner-up will become our star player. We rotate someone else in, and it's always fun. It keeps things spicy and entertaining, and I like it. I think it's fun. And for me, the roster, I'm never personally doing anything more than just kissing all three of them, the star player is the only one that I might do something more with. Um, I personally don't like to be hooking up with more than one person at a time, but do what each you want, whatever you're comfortable with, but that's kind of like how I do it. When I have a roster, it just means I'm seeing three different people um, until things are made exclusive with someone else. You are single until you are married. Um, yeah, and they don't need to know that you're seeing other people unless they ask. Like, for me, like, I will never, like, hide it, but if they ask me, like, I'm not going to bring it up, but if they ask me, like, are you seeing other people, like, and if I am, then I'll, I'll say, yeah, are you? 
Okay, hookup culture. What I like, what I don't. I think it could sometimes be quite frustrating. It can make you feel like an object and very sexualized as a woman. Um, But it can also be fun and it can be fun to have like literally just like a hookup buddy or like a fuck buddy and it can be fun and I think it's all about what you're comfortable with and you need to know what you want coming out of it. I also think it's taken off a lot of pressure as to like what we expect when going on dates. Like I feel like past generations when they were going on dates like they were dating to marry and like that was very much like their intention and I feel like hookup culture a little bit has brought more casuality or more casual mindset to dating which has its pros and cons sometimes I do definitely think hookup culture really sucks and it's taken the romance out of dating but I think it's also taken off a lot of pressure for it to be like such a serious thing and to date to marry when you should really just like date to experience and to learn about yourself and others so those are my few points on hookup culture and lastly we're gonna have a little sex ed portion I thought I'd throw this in here because I feel like They don't talk about it enough in school or at least the way they talk about it in school isn't always the best way but I'm going to give you my three C's I don't know if this is a legitimate thing or if someone else has said this so forgive me but these are my three C's consent communication and condoms ladies ladies and gentlemen I know there are a few of you on here I don't care if you have an IUD or on the pill or using the pull out method wear a condom use a condom it protects you against stis and stds unfortunately birth control contraceptives like the pill and the iud and the pullout method do not protect you against stis and stds and you do not want those so use a condom especially if you don't know where he's been or where and you don't know everything about your partners or maybe you're sleeping with multiple partners or maybe you haven't gotten tested regularly which I encourage you to go and get tested if you are sleeping and with other people and are single or just like hooking up with people be smart ladies and gentlemen um wear your condom it is cool it is perfectly normal and appropriate and okay for you to ask them to use a condom and it's even more the better if they offer i love it when the guy offers and you shouldn't feel awkward about buying condoms and having them i have a box you know i'm very being very open and tmi on the internet for you guys but this is like from a big sis perspective and just like from my personal experiences and experiences of my friends you rather be safe than sorry on all capacities you don't want to risk getting pregnant you don't want to risk getting an sti or std so wear your condoms and consent and communication is key communicate what you do and don't like communicate what you want communicate to find out what your partner likes um it's really important to have that open communication because at the end of the day, I know it's really easy to get caught up in this, that you have to please them, that it's all about them. But no, honey, it's about you too. Communicate what you like and what you don't like. Know what you like and you don't like. And if you don't, go and explore. I'll leave that up to your imagination. And consent 
is so, so important. You must always give consent on both ends. Both partners need to consent to it. So three C's, consent, communication, and condoms. If this, this is your sign to one, go book a test to get tested for your STIs and STDs. You should be doing this regularly. If you're not in a committed relationship where you're only sleeping with one partner, um, get tested regularly, have condoms on hand. It is cool to have condoms. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM me. And then the last thing I'm going to say is let go of the kill count of the body count. It doesn't matter if it's one. It doesn't matter if it's two. It doesn't matter if it's five, 10, 15, 20, 30, whatever it is. It is just a number. Let go of it. You are young. You are allowed to experience things and you're allowed to hook up with people and you're allowed to hook up with different people and hooking up can entail sleeping with someone else and that is okay. Your number does not define you. No one else needs to know about your number. We are not in high school. Maybe we are, but you don't need to discuss it and it does not define you. Whether you have 100 or 5 or 1 or none, it doesn't matter. So I hope that this episode was helpful. I had a lot of fun recording it for you guys. If you did like it, I would love if you could help support the pod by leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as that's how you can help support the pod. We are still in the charts, which is so, so surreal. And I am recording this ahead of time, but based on how many downloads we are getting per week, By the time this is out, we should have hit a million downloads. So thank you so much for all of your support. It honestly is a pinch me moment. And it's just crazy to think that the pod has been listened to a million times. Like that's a big number. (laughs) That's a really, really big number. And it's literally just me over here speaking into a mic in my apartment. I'm just a 23-year-old girl. And thank you for giving a shit about what I have to say each week and tuning in, especially because I just started this. It's almost our two year as well. So many milestones, but I literally just started this podcast for fun and I still do it for fun. So the fact that you guys want to tune in every week and the feedback that I get from you and your messages and everything and the reviews that are left, I do read all of them. So thank you so, so, so much for all of your love and support. And I wouldn't be here without each and every one of you. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.